This program is sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh. My name is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Nuggets of Truth broadcast. Well, today I want to share some powerful biblical truths that I really do think we should keep in mind as we enjoy this great season of giving and receiving. And oh yes, it is a season of giving and receiving. There are many of us who are in great need during this time of the year, and especially during this particular year where the world has been attacked by an invader to disturb our peace of mind and our flow of life and the normal flow of things that happen during this time of the year. And we've got to keep in mind that it is a season of giving and receiving. If we can't receive anything, we need to make sure that we're giving something to somebody that's in need. And to really support this 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 theme today, I, I want to take us to some powerful teaching from the voice of Christ, from the teaching of Christ during difficult times in any season in our life. We need to know what Jesus has to say about it. And today I feel like I have some words from Christ that will, will encourage us and strengthen us. Mark 11, chapter 25 through 26. Listen to this. This is what Jesus said. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. You see in this theme a great thought about forgiveness. What is forgiveness? It's, it's giving somebody something that they do not deserve. Giving somebody something that you are given because they have offended you. So you see in this text, Jesus is saying that when you pray, don't just focus on me and you, but focus on somebody that has something that they need from you. They, they need you to forgive them. They need you to, to give them something. And you would think that when we would talk to God in prayer, that he would want to be very intimate and close and just think about us and him. But beloved, it's when God sees you, he sees the world. He sees everybody. He sees the things in you that people around you need. He sees your family. He sees your community. He sees the people on your job. He sees your nation. He sees the world. For he planted you in the world to be a blessing to it from him. You are his gift to the world. And because of that, he said, when you stand praying, if you have any ought against anyone, in other words, somebody that have hurt you, forgive them, give them something. And I want to focus now on that second phrase. He said that your father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. 
In other words, when you're, you're thinking about something, a hurt in your life where somebody did something against you to hurt you, that, that thought ushers in his forgiveness for something that you did to hurt somebody else. This, this scripture is inferring, and Jesus makes it very plain. Somebody offended you, and you have offended somebody else. None of us are perfect. None of us have a life free from not hurting somebody or something. Oh, yes, beloveds. If it's, if it's just simply our fact that we've hurt God, and many of us don't give God what he's asked of us, do God, will God forgive us? The answer is yes. The scripture says in this verse, uh, that your father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. In other words, God is inferring the fact that you can be forgiven. You can get what you do not deserve. During this season of, of great giving and receiving, God is going to focus on giving many, many people something they do not deserve. Why? Because God is a forgiver. He is a, a person that demonstrates his love, demonstrates what forgiveness is. You, you see, forgiveness is something that's tangible, something that's visible. It's just not lip service. And God is our example where he will give you something that you deserve. In other words, your past will not predict your future. When it comes to his outpour upon your life. And I love this theme today because many people feel that because they have committed certain crimes, certain offenses against people that may or may not forgive them. It does not mean that your life has to end. With him, it will be a new beginning. God loves dealing with people that have issues that need to be addressed by him without the help of people that they have offended. There are many people that you will offend that will have want to have nothing to do with you. They never want to see you again. They pray for you to die. They, they go against what Jesus taught. For Jesus taught us to forgive those that we have an ought against. To forgive the people who steal from us. To forgive the people who attack our reputation, to forgive the people that, that rape our children and burn down our houses. Oh, beloved, I can go down the list of offenses that humans can create against each other. It is very difficult for many of us to talk about, but Jesus wants us to deal with people that have offended us, and he in turn will forgive us when we have forgiven others or rather hurt others. Your past does not have to predict your future when it comes to God's love for you. Jesus makes this very clear so that we will not give up on ourselves, because God does not give up on us. Listen to this, the, the, the scripture to, to give you an example about the un ending relentless love that God has for people that hurt him. Oh yes, when we sin, we're hurting him. Listen to this in Luke 23, verse 39 through 43. It said, then one of the criminals who were hanged blasphemed Jesus saying, if you are the Christ, save yourself and us. 
But the other answered, rebuked him, saying, Do not even do you not even fear God, seeing you are under the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds, but this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Dear hearts, you see Jesus as he's dying on the cross. He had two criminals dying on the cross as well on his right and on the left. The one began to mock him and say, Why can't you even save yourself? What's going on, man of God? You've saved others. You've healed others, raised others from the dead, and you're allowing yourself to die on the cross. And then the other one rebuked that criminal. It says, don't you fear God. You are a sinner. He said, we're getting what we deserve that this man has done nothing. In other words, he is the man of God. He is the Messiah. And he said to Jesus, because I know that you are the God of salvation, the God of deliverance, the God of hope for the hopeless. You are healing for the sick. You are sight to the blind. You are hearing to those that cannot hear. You are the, the mouth of, of speaking to those that cannot talk. You, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Dear hearts, despite the fact that this man was a criminal, but he recognized who Jesus was, what Jesus could do. You see, Jesus is constantly searching for people who will believe in him and trust him. And, and, and that point where he was at a very painful moment in his life where he was physically nailed to, to wood. He was having problems breathing and thinking and talking. But something inside of him, that, that God in him who wants to not let your past predict your future. He said to that man, today you shall be with me in paradise. Dear hearts, Jesus is saying the same today. I want to take you with me into the paradise that I have planned for you. I know you've hurt others. You've attacked others. You've taken from others. As you have grown up from adolescent to an adult, you've committed crimes. You, you've been hurt and wounded and you are a product of your environment. But despite where you have begun, you don't have to end there. Because I can change your life forever. Dear hearts, Jesus never gives up on us. He will never let us go to a point where we fall into the hands of the anger of God because of sin. God is angry at the sin, but he loves the sinner. One reason he wants us to forgive others is because he wants us to remember that we need forgiveness as well. We need a new start. We need somebody to forget what we've done and look at what we can do with his help in our life. And oh yes, it may take time for us to get to that point where we become what we believe. Dear hearts, we can become a new creature in Christ Jesus. The Bible says if any man be in Christ, 
He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. And behold, all things are become new. God can remodel us like a home that has been torn down through the storms of life, through aging. He can remodel it and bring it up to date to become what it should be at the time and season that it's in. God will give you a new season of life. He'll give you a new start. He will forgive you. But remember this, he wants you to forgive others just like he's forgiven you. When we look at people that have hurt us, remember you have hurt others also. Him being at the top of the list. Dear hearts, when we have not allowed Christ to become a part of our life, we hurt him. He needs us. He wants you. He wants you in his life forever and for eternity. So remember this. Your father in heaven wants to forgive you your trespasses. Don't eliminate anything from your life where you need God to give you a new start. But beloveds, I've got to go. God bless you. And I hope to share again with you on next week. This program was sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh.